the circle of life, it's the wheel of fortune. The wheel of fortune. Who would like to play the wheel of fortune this morning? Any volunteers? Come on. That's it. Hey, yeah, come on, come on. Up you come. Anyone else? Come on then. Three, lovely. Three wonderful volunteers. Up you come then. Let's spin the wheel of fortune. And as you can see, there's many prof um, professions on there for you, many um, things that you might want to be when you grow up, maybe. I don't know. There might not be what you want to be. But anyway, so if we all stand this side, let's go in, 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 in order of size. So you can go first. Give it a nice gentle spin. Let's see. What have we got over here? A doctor. Would you like to be a doctor? No. <laughs> well, I'm afraid to tell you that the Wheel of Fortune has said that you will be a doctor. So what, what would you like to be when you grow up? A what? A vicar. Well, vicar's there, but that wasn't your fortune this morning, was it? You can sit down. Right, next one up. your fortune you don't know oh what have we got here an astronaut would you like to be an astronaut maybe have you ever thought about what you want to be when you grow up what would you like to be then apart from an astronaut it doesn't have to be one here but a sports person like what football rugby football a footballer yeah shame Brazil and England uh, lost in the World Cup this week wasn't it um, Maybe you can choose a different country, I don't know. Go on then, give us a spin. Oh, I did say gentle spin. Go on then. That's such kids. There you go, a teacher. Well, obviously you know him better than I do, don't you? Would you like to be a teacher when you grow up? No, what would you like to be? A builder. A builder. Yeah, well, that one wasn't on there, was it? But... The Wheel of Fortune said you're going to be a teacher, so um, maybe you want to sit down and, and have a little word with God about that, shall we? Well, there you go, folks. The Wheel of Fortune is not really the good uh, place for us to find out or to put our lives and put our trust in. As you see this morning with the three wonderful volunteers, it didn't really match what their expectations were. But a lot of people, unfortunately, put their faith, put their hope in the Wheel of of fortune. Now I'd like us to think this morning about Mary. And we've already heard the reading about the purpose of life that Mary had, that God had for Mary. Mary, as we see in, the, in, in Luke's gospel, uh, is the account of the angel telling Mary that she will be the mother of Jesus. Rather than Joseph, Luke, he brings us to Mary. What can we learn about Mary's character and what she responds to the angel, what she responds to, to God through the angel? First, the angel tells her, you have found favor with God. Now, how many of us this morning, if we were to think about it, would maybe able to listen to those words? If an angel came flying through the church this morning, would he be able to point us out and say, you have found favor with God? That's something for us to think about. But Mary had 
found favor with God. Mary shows her obedience to God by responding, I am the Lord's servant. So there's two very important things there. First, we need to be found in favor with God, but then we have to obey. Would we obey to God's purpose for our life? Mary accepted what God wanted. She was taking a great risk. If we think about many years ago, let's think about Mary. What do we know about Mary? Mary was, <laughs> who's been reading the Christmas story? Not many. <laughs> yes. So Mary was a virgin. Yeah, well, that, that was in the reading, so that was good. Was she married? No, she was, she was going to get married, but she wasn't married yet. What would probably happen to Mary? Suddenly come out and say, I'm pregnant. Is there anyone who's, who's to be married? Is there anyone engaged? In, do we have anyone here? No? Or someone that's got married recently? No? If they are, they're hiding. Okay. But what would you, what would you, what would be your reaction? If your fiancé came up to you and said, I'm pregnant. What would the reaction be? How would people react? How would the parents react? How would society react? And we're talking about a Jewish culture at that time. Women were seen, were seen maybe as not much worth. Unmarried women, pregnant, probably even worse off. But Mary was obedient to God's purpose for her life. Mary is a good example of the kind of response that God wants from our lives. Mary was willing to fulfill God's purpose in her life, which was to bring Jesus into the world. And that is the main purpose for all of our lives. Obviously, we're not going to bring Jesus through birth like Mary did. But we have to bring Jesus into this world. We have to show people about Jesus and his word. Obviously, that would be done in many ways. And some of the, some of the jobs on here were obviously just picked off Google. Although I did put vicar there just to have a laugh with Tom. Um, <laughs> but it's good to hear that people want to be a vicar. That, was, that, was, that is a surprise. But what would we want to be? What do we want to be? What are we doing? What have we done for so many years as a profession? on a day-to-day -day basis, and how have we fulfilled God's purpose through that, what we do. In our lives, we have many moments, ordinary moments, that don't seem maybe very significant by themselves, but by a heart of obedience, they become something wonderful. And maybe God wants to trust us with something extraordinary. Have you ever thought about that? If God asked something from you, something extraordinary, something that maybe other people wouldn't believe, but you will have to trust God and fulfill. Would you be ready to say yes to God, even when what he's asking seems impossible? Just think of Mary. Not married. A virgin. Going to have a baby. Well, that's impossible, isn't it? But she trusted 
the Lord. God speaks within our hearts. And his word is backed up with his power. How can we find out then if it is God speaking to us? And not some other voices in the back of our heads. Or mummy and daddy telling us what to do. Because we hear mum and dad all the time, don't we? Do this, do that. Well, I did anyway. I still listen. You should listen to mummy and daddy, that's good. But we also need to listen to God's voice. And there's three ways that we can find out when God is talking to us. Through his word. Reading the advice and the examples that we have in the Bible. We, we can talk about Mary today, we can think about Mary because it's written in the Bible and we've got that there. So that can help us to, to trust the Lord and trust in God. Through prayer, talking to God, and we have to remember that when we pray and talk to God, it's also time for us to listen to God. I learned that a few years ago. Sometimes we think that prayer is just say what we feel to God and put everything out to God and we don't stop to listen. Sometimes we ask quite a few questions in our prayers, but we don't stop to listen. God answer our prayers. And third, holy discontent. Something that really bothers you. An issue that's really worrying you and concerning you. When we place our faith in Jesus and let him come and live within us, like Mary did, she let the Holy Spirit work within her. The Holy Spirit comes upon, upon us and Jesus is born within us. We, like Mary, are part of God's plan to carry his light and love to a needy world. We have all been different, given different roles in his plan, but none are unimportant. We need vicars. We need builders. We need teachers. And we also need the church wardens, don't we? <laughs> and we miss them when they're not here. Everyone is important. Everyone has a role. Everyone has a purpose. God has a purpose for each and every one of us. It's not always easy to say yes to God. Saying yes can mean facing difficulties, persecution. But God always provides the means of sustaining us when we choose obedience to his desires for our lives. And I can say that through 30 years of my life, I've proven that in many ways. And if I'm here at Christchurch Sidcup, well, that's another long story. But if you'd like to hear that, we can have a chat and have a coffee sometime to discuss that. But God, when he is in control, when God has a purpose, he provides everything. We don't need to worry. God provides. God will sustain us when we obey him. God was with Mary. God provided. God looked after Mary. Joseph trusted Mary. Mary was trusting God. She gave all the glory to God. She praised God for his grace and mercy. She thanked him for his favor. She never forgot his faithfulness towards her. So if we wrap our identity in the promises of God, if we give all the glory to God, if we praise God for his faithfulness, just be like Mary. And if we thank him for his favor, we can also face life's crisis with certainty. 
We hear a lot about the cost of living crisis these days. But I am sure that each and every one of us are being helped, being sustained, being looked after in some way. And that is God's provision for each and every one of us. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 to 17, we read, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And I think we can all agree that the days are pretty evil. But if we live wisely, if we are careful, then and understand what the Lord's will is for us, then he will provide and he will look after us. Now, who's cold? Oh, that's good. You're not cold. Oh, well, yeah, there are some hands. That's good. So, I've hidden five purposes around the church. So, if you would like to join in, adults, children, feel free. There are five envelopes. They're not Christmas cards. They're five purposes. And I'll give you one, one clue. Look by everything that is Christmassy. Okay? Christmas decorations, anything Christmassy, that's where they're hidden. Look around, find the envelopes and bring them up here to me. Five white envelopes. Come on. Okay, number five. Okay, you can hold it. You're going to help me read it in a minute. Okay. Where are they? Come on. Have we found another one? Yes, it's there. And another one, that's three, four. There's one missing. Have we got four? Is that four here? Yeah? Three. Let's put them in order here. Three, four, one, and what one's that? Five. So we're missing number two. I hope we've got it at the back there. Lovely. Thank you. Right, can we put them in order then? One, two, three, four, five. That shouldn't be hard, should it? Maybe it is a little bit. Five nearest to me. Five nearest to me and one on that end. Go on, just to mix you around. Yes. And number three can stay in the middle because that's right, isn't it? There you go. So, the question is today, are you willing to use the rest of your time on earth to serve God and his purposes for your life? I don't know what God wants specifically from you as you grow up, for the children, as you live your life, as adults, as grandparents, but I'm going to give you five helpful tips this morning for you to start off living God's purpose for your life. Number one, I don't know if you can open it and come along here and read it into this mic so everyone can hear, that would be lovely. God wants us to centre our lives around him. Worship. Worship. Lovely. So you take that back with you. Hold that for us so people can look at it. There you go. Number two, come along. It's tricky to open the envelope with cold fingers, isn't it? Very. There's number two. God wants us to learn to love his family, fellowship. Lovely. Hold it over there. Number three. God wants us to cultivate spiritual maturity, discipleship. Great. Number four. Number four. 
careful not to rip, <laughs> just be careful not to rip the paper that's inside yes. the envelope. Okay. <laughs> that's what happens when you don't rehearse, isn't it? There you go. I think we're all right. I think we're all right. Yes, good. Number four. God wants us to contribute something back to ministry. And number five. God wants us to tell others about his love, witnessing. Absolutely, so hold them up for us. So there's five tips for you to start. If you don't know where to start, you can start by one of these. Worship, fellowship, discipleship, ministry, and witnessing. That's what God wants all of us to do. That is the purpose for us as a church, as his family, that we do all of these. How we do it? Where we do it, you can do that in many different ways, and that will be between you and God. But this is what we all have to do. This is what he expects from us. Mary fulfilled her purpose. God wants us to obey and fulfill his purpose in our life. Thank you very much. You can run back to your seats because that will keep you warmer. I hope anyway. And may God continue to help us and bless us to fulfill the purpose that he has for our lives. Wherever it be, however it be, remember what God wants from each and every one of us. As Mary was obedient, as Mary brought Jesus into the world, God wants us to bring his son to those that don't know him as well.